Underhill here again, and I'm here to get you out of the doom and gloom reports of everyday life by bringing a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart by dishing up some of my own real life stories from behind my bifocals and adding uplifting and humorous stories from others. Also today, I want to share something here about myself before we continue. I was becoming disillusioned with all the doom and gloom everywhere. I don't watch the news and began to look for all the funny and uplifting things in life that we seem to be overlooking. At first, I decided to put out a good news newspaper. I was certain people love to laugh and hear about uplifting stories. My friends said I was nuts. No one would read it and no one would pay to advertise. But I just couldn't believe that and started my first hard copy newspaper, the Chatterbox Gazette. It was called then. I began in London, Ontario. At that time, scanners were only rollers and only black and white. Email was not so popular, so I went out to get the ads, came back home, designed, and took them back out for approval. How times have changed, huh? I started out with hardly anything and grew it to 10,000 each issue and 350 drop-off points. Meanwhile, life forces changes. I got divorced, moved to another city, and laid the chatterbox to rest, as I had to work to pay the bills. Well, I used to have to work before, too. <laughs> In the chatterbox was my life stories with a humorous slant. I've experienced embarrassing, sad, hurt, and angry moments, and have turned a lot of that experience into humor, as I see it from behind my bifocals. So, Soup to Nuts, that was the name of my column, was born in print form only. Now, I'm offering those experiences here in this podcast with Life with Aunt Lizzie and am adding some of the uplifting items from the Chatterbox Gazette. Now, Chatterbox News. I've just changed the name because it is newsy. I'm now offering it online with this wonderful little paper. And if you'd like to subscribe for when it is there, I will leave the instructions at the end of this podcast. So, now, let's begin with Miss Claire's experience of how your personality might be manifesting into car problems. Then we'll see how little Larry tackled his problems. Then we'll give you different definitions for words we commonly use. We'll finish off with questions about the word up. Hmm, interesting. meet again, Clara. I can't wait to see how I can find out if my car resembles me. <laughs> Let us know, folks, if you find a resemblance. Now, Clara, welcome, and let's get on with your life from behind your bifocals. Hi, Lizzie, and welcome to all you folks out there who can't wait to see what the next story out of my life looks like. I sure do hope these shows I helped you figure out the things in your life. Anyway, more books. This time I was given one by my dearest friend, Fanny. It's about personalities manifesting into car problems. I heard that after a while one dog gets to look like the owner, but really a car becoming like a personality? Yes, Clara, I have heard about our dogs looking like us, especially if we've had them for a while. Hmm... Well, I did promise I'd read it from cover to cover, 
And I must confess, after watching Clem and myself, along with a few minor problems with the cars, I concede a tiny bit there could be some merit in this. Case in point, Clem started his car, he calls it Little Jag, after the car he wanted but he couldn't afford, on a cold, frosty morning. It jumped to attention, came fully alive, and purred. When he got in to back up, he stepped on the clutch, and it stayed stuck to the floor. Oh my, <laughs> that wouldn't be very nice. What happened then? I don't mean to laugh, but you know what? You just fill me with joy, and I just can't wait to hear the next thing. Well, he pulled the clutch out by hand, pushed it in again, it remained on the floor. Now, how does this compute? Well, when I think about it, he's been clutching his money for years, striving for his real jack. And just the other day, I overheard him tell Cranky Cat he was giving up. He'd never save enough. The clutch is gone. <laughs> well, that's a different way of looking at things. Hey, there's more. Clem also has trouble getting his body going in the morning. You almost need a jackhammer to get him out of his bed. Sure enough, he's had lots of trouble with little Jag turning over in the morning. Many mornings his Jag has needed a boost. I questioned him lots of times about the hole in his head. Now he has a hole in the muffler. I ask you, is this coincidence? <laughs> I know I keep laughing, but hey, I never thought of things that way, but you could be onto something. And just the other day, the doctor told me I could expect slight memory losses, especially at my age. He said things have a way of wearing out. Now take my car, Little Red. It's starting to rust out, you know, little holes here and there. How do you ever come up with this kind of stuff? I don't know, Claire. It's just beyond me. Well, claims been tell me I need to be more tolerant. I should speak less and listen more. Course, I've been denying this. I said people love to hear me. Well, just the other day, my muffler and tailpipe fell off on the road, and I roared all the way home. I complained to my doctor that the firm skin that once I cherished has now fallen below my knees. Yesterday, I had a flat tire. Well, now, is it possible? Think about it, folks. You can do your own figuring now. Tune in next week for another resin story about my life. See y'all later. Bye. Now this is about little Larry. A new teacher was trying to make use of her psychology courses. She started her class by saying, everyone who thinks they're stupid, stand up. After a few seconds, little Larry stood up. The teacher said, do you think you're stupid, Larry? No, ma'am, but I hate to see you standing there all by yourself. Larry watched fascinated as his mother smoothed cold cream on her face. Why do you do that, mummy? he asked. To make myself beautiful, said his mother, who then began removing the cream with the tissue. What's the matter? asked Larry, giving up. 
Larry's kindergarten class was on a field trip to their local police station, where they saw pictures tacked to a bulletin board of the 10 most wanted criminals. One of the youngsters pointed to a picture and asked if it really was the photo of a wanted person. Yes, said the policeman. The detectives want very badly to capture him. Larry asked, why didn't you keep him when you took his picture? Little Larry attended a horse auction with his father. He watched as his father moved from horse to horse, running his hands up and down the horse's legs and rump and chest. After a few minutes, Larry asked, Dad, why are you doing that? His father replied, because when I'm buying horses, I have to make sure that they're healthy and in good shape before I buy. Larry, looking worried, said, Dad, I think the UPS guy wants to buy Mum. Here is some information you might use if you're ever asked for definitions. Adult, a person who has stopped growing at both ends and is now growing in the middle. Beauty parlor, a place where women curl up and die. Chickens, the only animals you eat before they're born and after they're dead. Committee, a body that keeps minutes and wastes hours. Dust, mud with the juice squeezed out. Egotist, someone who's usually knee-deep in conversation. Handkerchief, cold storage. Inflation, cutting money in half without damaging the paper. Mosquito, an insect that makes you like flies better. Raisin, a grape with a sunburn. Secret, something you tell to one person at a time. Skeleton, a bunch of bones with the person scraped off. Yuck. <laughs> Toothache, the pain that drives you to extraction. Tomorrow, one of the greatest labor-saving devices of today. Yawn, an honest opinion openly expressed. And my personal favorite, wrinkles something other people have similar to my character lines. Sometimes I wonder about our crazy language like up, up and away. This two-letter word in English has more meaning than any other two-letter word, and that word is up. It's listed in the dictionary as an adverb, a preposition, an adjective, a noun, or verb. It's easy to understand up, meaning toward the sky or at the top of the list, but when we awaken in the morning, why do we wake up? At a meeting, why does a topic come up? Why do we speak up? And why are the officers up for election? And why is it up to the secretary to write up a report? We call up our friends, brighten up a room, polish up the silver, warm up the leftovers, and clean up the kitchen. We lock up the house and fix up the old car. At other times, this little word has real special meaning. People stir up trouble, line up for tickets, and work up an appetite, and think up excuses. To be dressed is one thing, but to be dressed up is special. And this up is confusing. A drain must be opened up because it's stopped up. We open up a store in the morning, but we close up at night. We seem to be pretty mixed up about up. To be knowledgeable about the proper uses of up, look up the word up in the dictionary. In a desk-sized dictionary, it takes up almost a quarter of the page and can add up to about 30 definitions. 
If you're up to it, you might try building up a list of the many ways up is used. It will take up a lot of your time, but if you don't give up, you may wind up with a hundred or more. When it threatens to rain, we say it's clouding up. When the sun comes out, we say it's clearing up. When it rains, it soaks up the earth. When it does not rain for a while, things only dry up. One could go on and on, but I'll wrap it up for now. My time is up. Oh, one more thing. What's the first thing you do in the morning and the last thing you do at night? You pee. Did that one crack you up? <laughs> If you enjoy Life with Aunt Lizzie, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. I so love to bring you these uplifting and fun pieces of humor and sometimes thought-provoking articles. And if you'd like to receive our Chatterbox News where you'll find all kinds of fun things to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart, please visit www.lifewithauntlizzie.com and sign up for your free personal copy. Thank you for visiting with us this week, and we look forward to tickling your funny bone on further episodes. Meanwhile, take care, keep smiling, until the next time. Bye.